0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast after almost midnight. I'm your host, Shelby Shear here with... Jason Shear, And uh, we're here to recap Arizona's game against Oregon State. Um, Arizona did wind up losing 83 to 80 was the final score last second buzzer three there that was uh super fun (laughs) uh (laughs) you can tell where this podcast is gonna go um before we begin we have a message from our sponsor our daily spending choices greatly impact our lifestyle what we can do where we can go like catching a game at mikhail center Make your plan to enjoy the special moments. At Longview Insurance and Investments, we can help you learn how to make smart financial choices for the future, balancing both work and play. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Thank you to our sponsor. Um. Yeah. So we've we've now hit the trifecta of um, of losses
2: in the preview. I we, I didn't write questions. I really don't feel like it. Um, in the, in the preview, we said what's the path to victory for both teams, and I said if Arizona played their game, they would win, and Oregon State would win by slowing down the game, hitting threes, which they don't usually do, and uh, Arizona not just defending. Basically. Right, I, I think you're used or Jordan to called it, Jordan Pope going off.
1: You called it ass defense. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Look, I mean, there's no way you can sometimes sugarcoat a loss. Washington State was a bad loss. Stanford, I thought, played out of its mind. I understand Oregon State shot the bell well and hit contested threes. Um, but there was just so much wrong.
1: That Arizona did. That
2: Arizona did in this game. That, and this is not one of those throw your hands up uh, type, of, type of games. Um, yeah, it, it's just not it's Arizona got beat because it didn't play as well as Oregon state. This is probably Arizona's first awful loss. This is the type of loss that causes you a seed line. Arizona's one of its last five, I believe, or one of its last six, I think one in five and in last six outside the state of Arizona.
1: Yeah. I think it's one in five.
2: Uh, that is a problem. Uh, winning at McHale is cool, but the NCAA tournament is an at McHale. Now it is on a neutral court and I understand that is different, but a lot of times on the road it's a matter of routine and focus and all that. And for whatever reason, when Arizona's on the road, it just it doesn't
1: it has zero focus. It
2: doesn't look the same. You know, they come out of this game and it looks like they're gonna blow Oregon State out. They're absolutely fantastic. They're getting to the line at will. They go to the line twenty four times in the uh or something like that in the first 24 minutes, something like that. In the last 14 and a half minutes, uh, they went to the line like twice. The Pella Larson free throws at the end, like they right. just, they uh, they weren't aggressive on offense. Um, they just fizzled. You know, every team's gonna guard Arizona the same way, which is pack it in and dare Arizona to shoot threes, and, and Arizona can't shoot threes. They're three of 14. Every single team is going to guard Arizona the same way. Missing 10 free throws is not good. But at least Arizona's got to the line 31 times, even though that stopped. But, again, like, Oregon's going to do the same thing. They're going to play some zone where they pack it in the paint, try to take away the interior, and dare Arizona to shoot the three. UCLA did it awful. And Arizona's going to fall for it every time.
1: Okay. Um, hmm -hmm. Well, usually when we have questions, it's like, was there anything positive that happened? And then there's also, there's a lot of negative.
2: I think, uh, you know, it's, 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 look, winning on the road is hard. Doug Tamarill, my guy just tweeted, best record since 2022 and Pac-12. Only three teams in the entire conference have winning records. UCLA 12 and six, ASU 10 and six, Arizona nine and eight. But still, this is a bad loss. That's I mean, I'm not going to like, I, I say a lot winning on the road is hard you have to be able to beat teams like Oregon State on the road. The game Saturday all of a sudden becomes a situation where if you lose it, you're probably not winning the Pac-12. Well,
1: and I hate that Arizona's going into the game on Saturday now playing out of desperation. They already Oh, I think it's good. Well, I I hope it's motivational, but it's like tonight we had Pelagut like thrown on the ground and you have a double tech because Kashad comes in and like jaws with the other guy and you think that would be something that would galvanize. No, it didn't.
2: Well, we said after the UCLA game, I said, you know, hopefully it would galvanize the team, the 19-point comeback. It did not at all.
1: No. It's- I, it
2: looked like it did for the first 10 minutes, but, you know, you start to wonder, and I don't have any inside information on, on this stuff right now, but you start to wonder if, like, it goes beyond what we're seeing on the basketball court. Like, I've never seen, and then this to me is, is the issue with Arizona right now is very simple. And I don't want to put it on one guy, so let's just put it on the point guard position. I've never seen a player in a two-month span do what Kylan Boswell has done. He went from, again, the best player on the court against Duke. Against Duke. To a dude who just shouldn't be out there. Now, again, props to Tommy Lloyd for only playing Boswell 23 minutes, but I don't know if that was because he had four fouls. Uh, But he's awful. Like, there's no... There's no way around it. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no faking it. Um, I had the stat that I tweeted. Boswell was 0 for 8 from the field in the last two losses, Shelby. He's 9 for 44 from the field in the team's five losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insane. And then you look at him on the road, right? 28 minutes a game, 4 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds, 28% field goal pers- shooting. Like, that's not even a duty. who should be your 8th man, let alone your starting point guard. Mm-mm. Um so Arizona the last two games has started Jaden Bradley at the point in the second half and the start has been poor. They they didn't look good to start the second half against UCLA and they didn't start look good to start the second half uh against Oregon State and he is absolutely a better defender than Boswell but the the offense it's not good. You can't play Bradley and Lewis at the same time. It's just not it's not good enough. And when Lewis struggles, this team struggles. Lewis had, you know, KJ had zero points and only took two shots. And there's multiple players that brought it offensively. But how are you going to get zero points out of your starting point guard when on the other side of the court, Oregon State, their starting point guard is getting 31. I mean, let's even call their shooting guard. Okano, had eight points. Christian Wright had three points. And he's, he's not even good. I mean, every single guard on Oregon State scored more than Arizona's starting point guard.
1: That's yeah, it's astonishing.
2: Like it's crazy. And and I don't know the answer. I'm not sure the answer's on the roster. It's not. You know, we can talk. Hey, you know, bench Kylan Balls. We'll send him a message. Well, is is Jaden Bradley that much better? He's absolutely better defensively, but it screws with their lineup. And I think now my gut is that Arizona's hesitant to bench Kylan because the fact of the matter is. And I'm not talking about the regular season. If Arizona is going to make a run in the tournament, it needs Kylan Boswell. It cannot have a bad Kylan Boswell. And so the kid already struggles mentally. We've brought this up with other podcasts. When his shot's not going in for whatever reason, he shuts down. And so you got to hope that his shot's not going. His shot's going in, or you got to find ways to get him looks or whatever it may be. Um, but this team's not making a run without Boswell. And so if you bench him and you lose him, you're you're pretty much I don't want to say you're throwing the season away, but you kind of are. Uh, unless probably you could work in, on different lineups and things like that. So it's tough. W- would I bench him? Yeah, I, I think you're at, and, and here's the main reason why.
3: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: I I love Tommy. I think I understand people all over him. I get it. Uh, He can erase it with a successful NCAA tournament run. The reality is the regular season is fun, uh, but no one cares about regular seasons in college basketball anymore, right? Like this loss is meaningless if Arizona makes it to the Elite Eight, you know what I mean? Or when it gets out of the first weekend, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Now, does that look likely now? No, No. absolutely not. That's not my point. But um, my point is like the biggest concern I have for Tommy isn't his schemes or anything else. It just feels when you're watching Arizona that they're not afraid of accountability, Like, we've seen Tommy Piss, but if Boswell, and and I'm not talking Mick Cronin where you make one mistake and you don't play the rest of the game. But if Boswell comes in the game and gives up a layup and then turns the ball over the next possession, you got to pull him. Like, you got to pull him for a little bit. If Umar Balo is lazy getting back on defense and turns the ball over, lets Beckway beat him like that, you got to pull him a little bit. Like, you have to show some sort of accountability or else. It's just you know, it's these guys are going to continue to play like this. And look, I, it may not even be that, but it just feels like this team is coasting. And in a world where Tommy Lloyd's teams have been completely unselfish since he got here, this is to me by far the most selfish team that Lloyd Lloyd has had here. I mean, it it just is. It, it's just it is. A,
1: well, a, I mean, he brought Caleb Love in, and Caleb is not naturally a sharer. Like he's he wants to get his stats. They've worked on it, and he has improved. But he is not the person that's going to be able to feed the ball. He's going to shoot the ball.
2: And and the, and the issue is, like, it's hard to blame him at this point. No, effect. and I don't
1: I don't blame like,
2: him. Like, does the offense look different when he's in? Yes, it's very oriented towards him. But at the same time, you look at the backcourt, Boswell wants nothing to do with it. Bradley's not a scorer. K.J. Lewis is still the freshman hit or miss. Your guards on Arizona right now, beyond Caleb Love, suck. And I notice, like, people on Twitter, like, saying, oh, Caleb Love has five turnovers. I get it. But he's also had ten free throws. But he had, I think, he had nine at the half. So then he only went to the line once, and then he had twenty-three points on six of twelve shooting. You, you take that every time.
1: Yeah, I We're mean, the, the production numbers. is there. The problem is, is we. I've said it. I've said it since last year. I'm going to say it again. I said it on Twitter. There is no leader on the floor. That is a natural, like I always say, the floor general because that's what I have in mind. There's nobody that's able to do that. And if Tommy's not going to hold the players accountable in the past, we've had point guards or we've had other players that would be able to like get the team fired up by getting angry. There's nobody standing there clapping on the sideline saying, guys, this is unacceptable. Let's go. Let's fucking go. There's nobody saying that except all of us at home watching on TV. And I don't know. if Tommy just does not like recruiting that person anymore, but there's got there's something to be said for somebody that can be focused at all times and who can get the team together when the moment is hard. When you're when you are starting to lose the lead and you're down and you got the the opposing fans screaming at you and saying you're underrated, you have to dig in deep and you have to be able to produce. And we do not have that person.
2: And like Defense, like someone just tweeted, in Arizona's five losses, the opposition has shot 47% from behind the arc. That's insane.
1: That's nuts. And
2: it's, and it's it's one time is a coincidence. It's a hot thing. That's a pattern. I always say, I always look for patterns. That's when I start to get concerned. I don't get concerned by the one-off loss. That never bothers me. Um, In basketball, it, it's the pattern. And the pattern is very clear that Arizona is shit defensively. That's it. That's the pattern. I don't even worry about the offense. I think that that's been look. Arizona shot fifty three percent. Were there lulls? Yeah, fifty three percent is is good enough. You're
1: usually, gonna take that.
2: Yeah, you take that every day. Um, but man, like that's that's it. Forty seven percent.
1: Yeah, it's not. I don't know. I mean, there's people on my feed that are saying Tommy isn't it. I don't know. It's a little bit early to be saying that. I don't. It's year three here, but probably
2: doesn't like Tommy. She's lying.
1: I've never disliked Tom. I'm I am a results-oriented person. Year 3 under Jed Fish, Arizona football had an unprecedented year. Do we like the way that Fish left? No. Is he a snake? Yes. But you can't argue with the results and Washington wanted those results. Does anybody want Tommy Lloyd after this season if it if it plays out the way that we think it's going to? Now, they could surprise everyone. We can eat our hat. If they wind up getting past the second or third round in the tournament, I mean, please get past the first round. That would be awesome. But like all of these lessons learned, playing all of those, you know, non-conference games, you know, you got Duke and you're, you're winning against Michigan State. We were there at that game. All of that means nothing if you have this pattern of regression. Kylan Boswell regressing in the last two months is on Tommy. I don't know if they need a team psychologist or, like, the sports person psychologist involved to, like, get him in a better headspace. And there's, you know, everyone always does the little thing on Twitter where, you know, Boswell's better than Krisa with the little greater sign. But there's one thing that you can say about Kirk Krisa is that he might have disappeared in some games, but he could galvanize. He could get the crowd fired up. He could get his own guys fired up. He actually produced... In the game, some stat line. And we are seeing zero. And you cannot win games with your point guard producing at zero. And your backups are freshmen and they don't know what they're doing. I and mean,
2: look, I, I don't come away from this game saying that Arizona only lost because of Kylan Boswell.
1: No, I'm that's uh, not what we're saying. The,
2: the defensive rotations were atrocious. Uh, my boy Fry Rice. I love him. Has a few posts on the board showing video. You've got two guys chasing one screener. Yep. You've got, I mean, there's just no, and that's just... All that is literally is communication. All one guy has to do is yell, scream, yep. or my my ball, my like that's it. That's literally all you have to do. And Arizona is not doing it. And that to me goes back to my team chemistry, something up, selfishness. Like why why can't you like? It's just talking. That's yeah. all it is. Um, and and a lot of these threes were wide open. The last shot of the game, I look. I just tip my hat. I mean, people are saying why didn't they double team? But if you run to a guy coming down court. It's it's a tough ask. Like, are
1: you going to foul him? Or right. You, it's you a know? tough
2: ask. And, and the defense there was fine. The dude made a, a step back. I mean, it's back. like the ASU game last year. Yeah, the dude made a step back three. He was unconscious, 31 points. Um, and then I said that I was looking forward to whoever guarded uh, Billado, and he went off. 22 points in an of 10 shooting. And he went off against Arizona last year. Um, you know, and that's really it. Like, Rataj had 12, whatever, right? Like, you had a 31 and a 22. You had... 53 points from two players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Pella was fantastic. I
1: was going to say, I feel I was I was storming around the house. I was like raging at one point. Like, I feel bad for Pella being surrounded by this team, except for Caleb, who obviously um, is doing well. But, I mean, even Caleb's not great game is better than even Pella's points. But defensive-wise, stealing the ball, turning it around, going back down court, getting a bucket. I mean, Pella works his ass off, but he's not... The dude.
2: I, I think Pelham in the last three games has actually played some of the best basketball yeah, of his career. Yeah, it's been great. And then you look at Key Shot and he had 18 points and six rebounds. And you're like, oh, he played pretty well. But he didn't. His no, defense didn't. was atrocious.
1: He made that awful mistake with, it, the, with the foul. And the yeah, but
2: he shouldn't have been in that situation guarding a guard anyway. Yeah,
1: but three seconds left forward, on the but, shot clock. But his
2: defense was bad. Umar is Umar. He had seven and six. Who knows? But, like, you just can't. There's no consistency from guys. Like, even Caleb Love, who shot six to 12, which is awesome. Could very well shoot 10 of 28 next game. And he'd be like, whatever. There's just not that one guy that you can count on. Like, Oregon State even has Jordan Pope. You know what you're getting from Jordan Pope every single game. Oregon has guys like that. Like, you know what you're getting from Dante. You know what you're getting. And, and I don't know. I guess Caleb Love is that guy. But, like...
1: It's inconsistent.
2: It's just... In, like, Baller's inconsistent. Keyshaugh could score 20 or 4. We don't know.
1: And Pella has played lights out the last three games, but he has focus issues occasionally. And, like, on the games when he disappears, he has focus issues in the game where he'll be on at 100% and all of a sudden he disappears. He has a turnover. He makes mistakes. So, I mean, you can't say necessarily is the person either. It's just – it's frustrating. Um, and some of it is coaching. I I mean, like, going back to Tommy, I'm not impressed. And it's starting to become a pattern. Um I don't know what, what the answer is, but I was anxious when our other podcast when it's like, oh, Arizona's favored by 18 points. I am not falling for that trap anymore.
2: Yeah, I, I would say this. It is very clearly at this point because of Arizona and how they've done on the road, it's a legit upset to me if they beat Oregon on Saturday. I really think so. Oregon's been playing very good basketball. They're very good at home. That place is going to be rocking. This is... uh. This is it for Arizona in terms of the regular season, in my opinion. And yeah. I, I know there's a lot of games left, uh, but this is the game where you either want to go out and, and lose up. another effing road game and get punked because Oregon can punk Arizona. Oh, yeah. If Arizona does not come to play, Oregon will beat them by 20 points. Um, and
1: that's what really bothers me with this team this year in general is like you're a ranked team and you know you have a target on your back. Like, you have to have the motivation to come out and be the dog and, like, dominate. And Arizona has really not had many games this season where they showed that color. And yet you have teams that, like, they're selling out their stadiums when they play, or in the stadium, when their arenas, when they play Arizona. And they are motivated, and it's like they suck on paper, because Oregon State, on paper, not a great team. And yet they have players that want to come out and play their guts out, and Pope having that you know lights out day. Like Arizona should not have allowed him to have thirty one points, and I mean some of those shots were astronomical. There's nothing that anyone could have done. I mean Arizona did have their hand in his face for quite a few of those threes that he had, but um, and even Billadot, that and that stupid French name. Um, but it's it's frustrating that there's no grit. There is no true grit anymore. There's no true grit from the coach. There's no true grit from the players. And like the only time they get it is from the fans at McHale. It's manufactured because they get the energy. It's not it's completely wrong. It's not a normal Arizona team this year. And we all fell for it at the beginning of the year because obviously they beat Duke on the road. They went in in and beat Michigan State. They had all these other games that, you know, that were successful. But it's it's something's wrong. It's just weird. I don't know.
2: And we gotta find out sooner than later.
1: Yep, we're gonna find out. I mean, it's
2: uh, we'll preview the Oregon game before we get into that. But it really is to me, it's the crossroads time. If Arizona gets blown out against Oregon, that's not the response that you want to see. Mm-mm. If Arizona beats Oregon, you can live with today. I always say it's it's the next game. This sucks. It's a dog shit loss. It is a horrible loss. And it's gonna come back to haunt not them. Not downplaying this loss in a at all. I want to be very clear but if arizona beats oregon it's a little easier to swallow right Mm -hmm. so if arizona gets swept now you're like you know arizona still has to go on the mountain trip still has to go to asu still has to go to the la schools
1: yep still a a long couple months here
2: you can make a very easy case that the conference is on the line if you want arizona to win the pac-12 if that means something new, some people don't.
1: Regular season? Well, I mean, you know how Dawson always felt about, like, having the conference. Yeah, but. Uh, the championship right after the regular season. Do you want to win the regular season or do you want to win the I Pac-12 mean, the reality is
2: Arizona won the Pac-12 championship last year and no one gives a shit exactly. when they lost it. Like, no one cares. It, it's hard. It, it's easy to get disappointed and losses, but the perspective is, look, maybe this wakes Arizona up. Maybe it doesn't. And if you have no confidence that it doesn't, I completely get it. But if it does, then, you know, you look towards March. But um, there's just no sugar-cutting one. And, and usually you can kind of explain it. This team got hot, whatever. And I get it that there's still some people that are like, hey, Oregon State makes, made a lot of shots it doesn't normally make. But to me, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's there are very clear issues on this team. I'm not sure they could get fixed. It's up to Tommy Lloyd to find a way to fix them or at least minimize their impact. And, and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. So, tough day uh, to back the A, as Michael Luke would say. Oh, my God. Hot, I rhymed so well right there. That was hot fire. It was hot fire. I'll, I'll start working on my album next. But um, until we speak again, which is going to be, like, probably tomorrow. A couple hours from now. Preview podcast for the Oregon game. Uh, no matter where you are, no matter what you do, no matter how disappointed you are by this team at the moment, you can always bear down.
2: Real quick, uh, my dad had the procedure on his heart. I tweeted about it. A lot of people reached out. Just wanted to thank everyone. He's home comfortably. We'll see how it goes from here. But so far, so so good. So
1: far, so good.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...